Hello and welcome to episode number 27 of the Mind Body Masters podcast. Now, today's episode is titled Entrepreneurs Addicted to Stress. Now, if you're in business or you're an entrepreneur and you think you might be addicted to stress, this episode is going to be for you. We're going to go through some of the telltale signs and symptoms uh, of addiction to stress, what it looks like, as well as the science of how it actually works in your brain, and most importantly, how you can break the stress cycle. So be sure to stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jade Curry, and you're listening to the Mind Body Masters podcast, the podcast teaching you how to heal yourself from the inside out. Now, as a retired chiropractor, I saw that my clients' physical symptoms started in their mind and not in their body, often the result of a stressed out nervous system. So in this podcast, you're going to learn how to truly transform both your mind and your body by learning practical tools to kill the inner chaos in your brain, clearing the old emotional trauma stuck in your body, and becoming aware of the unconscious patterns and behaviors that keep you stuck. So if you're ready to do the inner work and go from wired to inspired, stay tuned. All right, Mind Body Masters, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Now, as I alluded to in the introduction here, we are going to be talking all things stress addiction. Now, you're probably thinking addiction, that's a pretty uh, heavy word, if you will, for talking about something like stress. And chances are, if you're like most people, when you think of addiction, you think of things like smoking or alcohol or uh, being on your phone or even hard drugs, right? But... But one thing is we don't actually think about stress in as being something that is addictive. Um, but what we're going to be discussing and looking at in today's episode is we are going to be looking how stress and being in a constant state of fight or flight can actually be just as addictive as smoking or alcohol. Now, the reason that I'm creating this episode today is... Because I honestly believe that there are so many entrepreneurs, so many business owners, and so many other people otherwise that are unknowingly addicted to stress. Um, and it's silently, the, the constant buildup of stress that this is that causes these people to be exposed to this um, is a real slow and silent killer. For, for a lot of people, we see that stress, stress uh, is really destroying and impacting people's health. Uh, it impacts relationships, mental well-being, and even their businesses. And one of the things that I see a lot of is I see a lot of people who are addicted to stress and suffering the effects of stress, but they just don't know it. Okay. And it's such a rarely discussed topic. And so my intention for, t for you today is to shine some light onto what it means to be addicted to stress, how it actually works in your brain, um, so that you can actually start to make some changes. Because with any other addiction, like if you look at AA and the 12 steps, the first step is acceptance and awareness is you need to actually be aware of, of uh, that you have a problem before you can go ahead and solve it. So today I want to really shed some light on this. And one of the main reasons I do this, and this is a topic that I discuss a lot with my uh, personal one-to-one -one clients. The reason I just discuss this in this way is because a lot of the times these people who are really highly stressed and often addicted to stress really feel like there's something wrong with them when they can't slow down, when they can't be present with their family or or with their friends, when they're always mentally on the go. They think there's something wrong with them. But when we can start to understand the principles of how stress can become addictive, it helps these people to stop being so damn hard on themselves um, and to be a bit kinder to themselves 
uh, as they try and navigate reducing their stress levels and even reversing the effects of stress. So that's my intention. My intention is to help educate you uh, and also help to help you to recognize that if you are addicted to stress, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. Um, it's just a, a cycle that you're likely stuck in. It's a bit of a loop that you're in. And when you can learn to break that loop, when you can learn to break that cycle, that's when you can not only heal your body, heal your mind, uh, improve your relationships, improve your performance, but it's when you can actually operate in life and in business in a way that's sustainable and not slowly destroying you. So that's my intention for you today. So let's look now at how stress can actually become addictive and and how this process works. So the stress response is, and you've heard me talk about this on previous episodes, the stress response is a really amazing um, part of, of, of nature and of biology. I think it's one of the most interesting responses in the body. And what happens is when we are exposed to some kind of stress in real life, whether it be psychological or physical, um, the body will respond. The sympathetic nervous system will become activated. And essentially what happens is we'll produce our stress hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline. And cortisol and adrenaline, are I like to refer to them as like the accelerator in your car. These are the hormones that... Um, give you energy, cause you to get moving. They'll mobilize energy reserves and they essentially are designed to help you either escape that stressful situation or have the energy to fight that uh, situation. So that's how the stress response works. And so what we're going to be looking at is, is another hormone that comes into play here, which is dopamine. Now, you might have heard of dopamine. Dopamine is the feel-good hormone, and it is often uh, referred to as, it's or it's associated with a lot of reward pathways in the brain. And a lot of people don't recognize this and realize this, but, uh, but stress not only causes the activation of cortisol and adrenaline, but it also causes the activation of dopamine, which we're going to get into in just a moment. So essentially, what happens here, and, and this is what I term the stress cycle, um, and the stress cycle starts, if you imagine a loop or a circle, the stress cycle starts with a period of chronic or prolonged stress. So this is a period where the stress in your environment just does not let up. It's, it's ongoing, it's regular, and it just doesn't seem to stop. Now, for a lot of people, this can come from uh, childhood stress, and it just it plays out and manifests into their adult life. Or it could be a more recent situation for you, perhaps a really stressful job that you endured uh, or something along those lines. Now, what we see happen, and there's been studies done on this, is in response to chronic stress, the amygdala, which is a part of the brain responsible for detecting stress, as well as initiating the fight-flight response in the body, can actually become enlarged. We've seen epigenetic changes in mice uh, in in relation to this, when they're exposed to prolonged stress, the amygdala, that part of the brain responsible for detecting stress and initiating the stress response um, through the nervous system actually becomes enlarged. Now, this is really fascinating because what it means is that with your an enlarged amygdala, it actually increases your sensitivity to stress. Uh, I refer to this as a baseline stress in our recent training that we did uh, on burnout in particular, we talked about how a lot of people who are dealing with burnout or about to burnout have a really high baseline stress. Now, what this means is that when you've got an increased sensitivity to stress, it means that little things can just send you over the edge. It means that 
um, small stressors in your day-to-day life, small triggers in your day-to-day life that are really non-life-threatening and not that uh, consequential can actually feel like life or death. And so what happens when you've got this increased sensitivity to stress is we see people that are in a really prolonged state of fight or flight. Now, as I said at the start, the stress response is designed to be very short-lived. Uh, for example, if you were getting chased by a lion in the savannah, I think there's lions. Actually, I've got no idea. I need the fact checkers on that one. Um, but let's say in nature you're being chased by a predator. The stress response is designed to give you the energy to either escape or to fight that predator. Now, in nature, that stress response is designed to be short-lived, maybe 30 seconds, maybe a few minutes, right? But eventually, you're either going to get killed by that predator or you're going to escape, uh, or you might fight it off. And once that once that stress is over, the stress response is no longer required and the body will return to more, of, more homeostasis. But what we see when people have a, an enlarged amygdala, which is an epigenic response to chronic stress, and when they have this increased sensitivity to stress, which I refer to as the high baseline stress, it means that you're stuck in this state of fight flight almost constantly. And this is where we see so many business owners and so many entrepreneurs touting this as normal, as something to be proud of, as something to... Um, this, this grind and hustle mentality that a lot of entrepreneurs are exposed to is really not normal. And I think whenever you're trying to normalize something, it's, it's not normal. So when you've been in this prolonged state of fight or flight, the other interesting thing that happens is whenever you encounter a stressful situation or a stressful event, your brain is also going to produce dopamine. Now, what then happens is when you produce dopamine, it makes you feel good. So going through a stressful situation gives you not only a reward, but it makes you feel good. And so here is the kicker. Most entrepreneurs, most business owners, most people who are constantly stressed, um, they're, they're really driven and they're, they're always going. They're always moving. They just can't seem to be doing nothing. They can't do nothing and they, they're always busy. And a lot of times their, their friends or their family members, their spouse will tell them they need to slow down, tell them they need to learn how to switch off. And what a lot of these people will find is they just can't. They find that um, it's actually very difficult to slow down. It's very difficult to switch off. And practicing things like meditation, which they know are valuable and important, become really challenging because, and here's why. Because when you slow down and you're not re-stressing yourself constantly, you're not getting the same hit of dopamine that you would if it was a stressful situation. And so you're not getting that reward pathway. You're not getting that feel-good hormone. So whenever you try and slow down, whenever you try and switch off, you're not getting that same fix of dopamine. And it can mean that you start to feel a bit anxious. It can mean that you feel a bit irritable. It can mean that you feel a bit uneasy or uncomfortable. Um... And so one of the ways that we look at this pathway is, is it was summed up beautifully by one of my clients. Um, she said that uh, chaos feels like calm and calm feels like chaos. And I thought this is fascinating because it's just such a great way to explain this pathway is that when you're stressed, when life is chaotic, um, it it actually for a lot of people who are in this stress cycle and who have this addiction to stress is it can make them feel uh, level. It can make them feel calm. It can make them feel the term is normal. 
And so chaos feels like calm. But then the other side of that is that calm feels like chaos. So when these people go to slow down, when they go to switch off, that's when the noise in the head starts to really amplify. That's when the anxiety will really come through the roof. That's when they'll start to get really uncomfortable and really uh, uneasy in themselves. And the reason being is because you're not actually experiencing the same stress response and therefore you're not getting the same hit of dopamine. And so we're going to get to the signs of, of stress addiction in a minute. And I think this is just so prolific. There is so and so prevalent. There are so many people that are dealing with this unknowingly. And what ends up happening is people then try and slow down. They people go, oh, you just need to rest more. You just need to slow down. You just need to take more of a holiday. But that's actually really crappy advice if you're stuck in this stress cycle. Because what ends up happening is when you do slow down, when you do rest, when you do um, take some time off. Because you're not activating that same stress response, you're not getting that same hit of dopamine and you feel really irritable, you feel really uneasy. And then people beat themselves up for not being able to be present with their family or their or their loved ones or not being able to enjoy a holiday or not being able to have a day off without thinking or doing work. And so this is my intention is I want to help people to recognize that when you're in that, your brain is actually responding the exact same way as a smoker trying to go cold turkey on cigarettes. So a smoker, an entrepreneur trying to slow down is like a smoker trying to go cold turkey on cigarettes. Is when a smoker doesn't smoke, they, they're not getting that same dopamine activation. They're not getting that feel-good hormone uh, flood their body. And so they feel irritable, anxious, uneasy. And the same thing with business owners and entrepreneurs who are addicted to stress is when they actually slow down and stop working, they feel exactly the same way. And so when you can start to understand this, you can start to be a bit kinder to yourself and and start to really work with yourself uh, to and by understanding what's actually going on when you feel anxious and irritable when you slow down, you can actually start to make some changes. So I want to get into some of the signs now of what happens when you're addicted to stress. Like what does this actually look like day to day? Um, how might you tell if you are addicted to stress? Okay, so the first one is kind of what I've already discussed, but it's the inability to switch off or slow down. And this is so common uh, and so, so common throughout people in the uh, entrepreneurial uh, community, people in business, but also people who are just that real driven type A personality who are addicted to stress is not being able to switch off and not being able to slow down. So like I said before, when you do slow down, it feels really uncomfortable. It feels really unnatural. Chaos feels like calm and calm feels like chaos. And you don't get that dopamine response. And so that feels really uncomfortable. Another one is difficulty meditating. Uh, a lot of the people that I work with know that they need to meditate in order to uh, return their body to homeostasis, in order to reset their overactive um, sympathetic nervous system and to get out of fight flight but they just find it so difficult because when they actually stop when they slow down their mind will either race or their brain will just put them to sleep they'll, they'll just go straight to sleep because they're, they're, they're so exhausted um, that's another one is when you are addicted to stress it means that you can neglect your own needs it means that you can neglect even basic needs like looking after yourself exercising um or sleeping well. Um, 
One of the big ones is anxiety when you're doing nothing. So what I hear so many people talk about is it might be a quiet time at home. It might be they're just sitting around doing nothing. And all of a sudden they start to feel really anxious, really uneasy. So people who have a an addiction to stress and they're stuck in this stress cycle find it really difficult to sit around and do nothing. It feels so unproductive and so uncomfortable. And so what they'll do is they'll find ways to busy themselves. They'll find ways to make more work for themselves and they'll find ways to make things harder. Um, and so this is this leads to another one is that um, people are going to be very often very busy. They're always going to be overcommitted. They're going to take on way too much stuff um, as a way to constantly stress themselves. I'm going to talk about why why they why they do this as well. Um, but yeah, so being really overcommitted and overdoing it and being always busy is a really good sign of that you might be addicted to stress. But the, the hallmark one, as I said, is just that inability to slow down. Um, and mentally being preoccupied with things when you're with a loved one or with a friend or um, when you're just relaxing. And of the last one here is, is very obvious. And what we know is that stress in small doses is amazing. It's important and it, it helps us to grow and evolve and do cool things in the world. But like any any uh, addictive substance, it needs to be had in moderation. And when it starts to become obsessive, uh, excessive in 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 how often uh, you're you're being stressed and experiencing stress, over time that stress is going to build up and eventually start to impact your health. Uh, or your relationships, your performance at work, or even uh, business itself. So we start to see that stress build up and it starts to have some consequences, which usually occur slowly over time. Okay. Um, So one of the things with this stress response is because people are getting rewarded and feeling good for when they're experiencing stress, is if you're in this loop, what is often the case is you might Unconsciously, I'm not saying you do this consciously, but unconsciously, you might seek out and create situations in your life that make you stressed uh, as a way to get your fix, right? As a way to get your dopamine uh, dopamine hit for the day. So one of the ways that people do this, as I said, is being so overcommitted, doing way too much. Um, but also you can see this play out and, and don't take this the wrong way if this is you. But being addicted to drama, being addicted to, you know, those people, they always just seem to have, um, like, it might be in their relationship, there's always conflict. Like, this, this one thing will happen, and then they'll have a nice week or two together, and then, again, there's conflict, and they just go through these cycles of conflict. Or it might be in their business, where they're always putting out fires, there's always something going wrong, there's always something that's blowing up. And that needs their urgent urgent attention. Um, and what we often see is that when those times, when things are going well, that's when people will unconsciously sabotage and create more stress for themselves so they can actually feel calm, so that they can actually feel, get that dopamine uh, hit and feel normal again. So this is an interesting thing. So if you find yourself that you create a lot of stress for yourself, you make things really hard for yourself, um, <clears throat> or perhaps you just unconsciously create a lot of stress in your life, it's probably a good sign that you're dealing with uh, a bit of a stress addiction. And um, 
learning to recognize that, learning to recognize that you have the ability to change that. And when you can change that, you can actually start to create more ease in your life. You can actually start to relax more. Uh, You can actually start to be more fulfilled in what you're doing without needing to create all the extra stress, all the extra drama and be a bit more content. So let's now talk about, well, how do you actually move through this? How do you actually, what do you do about this? And one of the first things is to understand that when you are going to slow down, like, and by the way, as I said at the start, telling someone who's got this just to slow down, um, telling someone like this that they need to just rest more or take more time off is like telling uh, a raging alcoholic that they need, they need to drink less. They already know that they need to drink less and these people already know that they need to take time off and slow down, but they just can't because when they do, everything starts to feel really uncomfortable. So one of the most important things here in, in in terms of creating balance and in terms of returning the body back to homeostasis, in terms of breaking the stress cycle so that you can heal, so that you can have good relationships and so that you can create a business that isn't going to slowly destroy you is to understand that when you slow down, you're actually having dopamine withdrawals and start tr- start practicing slowing down and, and starting to actually sit with the uncomfortable emotions and sensations that are responsible for that okay so much like uh someone who's dealing with a a substance addiction knowing that they're going to go through this withdrawal period is really important uh, because otherwise they're if they know what to expect they're less likely to return to the substance that they're addicted to Um, so in this example the substance is cortisol and another way in which is really important to break the stress cycle is we need to actually reverse some of the effects of stress. We need to start to reduce a person's baseline stress and desensitize their amygdala so it's not so uh, sensitive to stress. Give you a bit more space, give you a bit more capacity to deal with and handle stress. And so how do you do that? Well, one of the most uh, important ways is to look at the stressful events that you've experienced previously in your life, particularly in childhood, that are driving this high baseline stress and this this, uh, increased sensitivity to stress and learning how to actually uh, deal with that and process that and release it from both your mind and your body. Okay, so there's there's plenty of ways that you can start to do that. Um, We use something called the neurosomatic release, which is an amazing technique for releasing stored stress from both the mind, neuro, and also the body uh, which means, uh, which is soma. So learning to look back and look at the stuff that you haven't processed, uh, and that might be something you can start on today. Is is perhaps start journaling and by asking the question, what is causing my my uh, nervous system to be in this state of fight flight all the time? And as you start to journal, you'll likely start to uncover some past experiences or past events that were really stressful that you just didn't know how to deal with at the time. And when you can start to uncover that and start to process that, all of a sudden your nervous system can start to rest. You can start to slow down, switch off and relax more easily without uh, having that sense of irritability or anxiety. And when you're able to, to return your body to homeostasis, this is when you can start to heal your body. This is when you can start to improve your health, uh, improve your mental well-being as well as your relationships and also your business performance and uh, how you show up in business. So I, th- I think that's pretty much all I've got time for. Um, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is uh, stress addiction. So 
like I said, the reason that I created this this episode is to give you some information, give you some education on what stress addiction actually is, how it uh, works in the brain, and how it's similar to any other substance addiction, as well as the signs or symptoms, so that you can start to, I guess, self-assess. Am I addicted to stress? Do I have a hard time slowing down? Do I always find myself being really busy and uh, creating more work for myself all the time? And starting to understand that you can start to reverse the effects so that you can be more calm, be more present in your business, still be highly effective, still get a lot of stuff done uh, and still have an impact in the world, but just have the impact in the world in a sustainable way that isn't going to slowly destroy your health, your relationships, and also your business. So um, that's all we've got time for today. Like I said, if if this is you, um, great. Congratulations and well done if you're starting to acknowledge that you might have an addiction to stress like in AA or any of those other recovery programs. Acknowledging and accepting the fact is one of the first steps um, to making that recovery. Um, secondly, if you think that this is a friend a friend or a family member that might be like this, they're, they're always going, they can't slow down and it's starting to impact their health or their relationships, or their business, um, please share this episode with them gently <laughs> um, in a nice way. If someone has referred you to this episode and you're listening to it, um, they they love you and they mean the best for you. Um, but yeah, just let them know that uh, they how their brain might be operating because when you can start to understand yourself, when you can understand why you can't slow down, why you can't switch off, why you're always preoccupied and busy, and why you're making things so hard for yourself, well, instead of feeling like you're broken, instead of feeling like there's something wrong for you, you can start to understand the reasons behind that, which can uh, be really freeing. It's It's been very freeing for a lot of my clients to understand that there's nothing wrong with them. They're just addicted to stress. So thank you guys so much. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Mind Body Masters podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could give us a rating uh, on iTunes. Or give us a follow or a sub- and subscribe uh, on Spotify and also uh, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I've got some awesome new podcasts coming out, uh, particularly if you're in business, particularly if you're an entrepreneur, and particularly if this episode has resonated with you. So thanks again. Uh, I look forward to uh, hearing from you soon. If you've got any questions, feel free to reach out uh, and I will see you soon. Take care.